Hello from the Cameron Newsroom, I'm Lewis Haskew with your latest update. Overseas, the United Nations International Court of Justice has ordered Russia to immediately stop its invasion of Ukraine. It says it hasn't seen any evidence to support the Kremlin's justification for the war. Meantime, the US has announced a further billion dollars in aid for Ukraine, including drones and anti-aircraft systems. President Joe Biden says more help can be sent in if needed. Our experts on the ground in Poland and Moldova and other neighboring countries are there to make real-time assessments of a rapidly evolving crisis to get urgently needed humanitarian supplies to the people in need when they need it. And we will support Ukraine's economy with direct financial assistance as well. All of that comes as Russian forces have bombed a theatre which was being used as an air raid shelter in the besieged city of Mariupol. Many people are still trapped under the rubble and the number of casualties is not yet known. One person has died in Japan after a 7.3 magnitude earthquake struck off the coast of Fukushima. At least 69 others have also been injured. A tsunami warning has been issued and 2 million homes are without power. Back home, $3.3 million in funding has been signed off on for flood mitigation projects here in the capital. The joint federal and territory government spend will fund a new drainage system in Mawson's commercial precinct to protect communities from the impacts of future rain events. Meanwhile, less than two weeks out from the federal budget, cost of living pressures remain a focus amid record petrol prices. Finance Minister Simon Birmingham is remaining tight-lipped on any potential cuts to the fuel excise, but he's told Channel 7 help is on the way. Households should rest assured, as a Liberal government, will look to provide them with that additional disposable income to constrain government spending and help them wherever we possibly can, and that's at the forefront of our budget thinking. Old Parliament House will reopen next month for the first time since being damaged when its front doors were set on fire during a protest back in December last year. April 28 has been set as the date the public will be allowed back in, but works to repair the original entrance are expected to continue until June. It seems daylight saving is still up for debate in parts of Australia, but the United States is a big fan. The US Senate has passed a new act to permanently shift the entire country's time zone to what is now daylight saving time, meaning Americans will no longer need to change their clocks twice a year. And Netflix is set to crack down on password sharing. The service is running a test prompting users to pay more to share their account with people outside of their household. As of now, though, the test is only underway in Chile, Costa Rica and Peru. And that's the very latest in news. We'll have another update for you right here around lunchtime.